Please pray, come Holy Spirit with me three times. Come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit as we gather here on Stewardship Sunday. We ask for a deeper sense of how we can contribute with all of our talents, our time, and our treasures. Please help us leave here with a greater desire to serve and not be served. And we ask all this through the ultimate servant, who is the Blessed Virgin Mary, who gave up her body to give us Jesus, as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. How has your week been? How has your week been? Most people say, good. Okay, well then, how was the last month for you? Good. How has the last year been for you? Because as we gather here throughout the month of November, it's a month of mourning the loss of loved ones. And maybe you have lost a loved one or you know somebody who's lost a loved one. And it's important to know that death has a strange way of putting things in perspective. Death has a strange way of putting things in perspective because we heard about a widow in our first reading. We heard about a widow in our gospel reading. And we heard about how God keeps, t- takes care of widows in our responsorial psalm. And the only two widows I knew my whole life growing up were both my grandmothers. And they were widowed at 55 years old. 55 years old. I never knew either of my grandfathers. But one thing I do know is they were not attached to material things. Because we hear Jesus in our gospel reading saying today, beware of scribes, beware of those people who are so full of the world. You know how it goes. My house, is it all kept together? Is it big? Is it nice? My car, my cell phone, my clothes. The list goes on and on, having the name brand stuff. Because the truth is, is that people like that, honestly, are slaves to those material things. They are slaves to those material things. And we can all fall in that trap from time to time being competitive with our material items. Yet, while Jesus is saying, beware of that, he sits down opposite of the treasury. And he watches people put their money into the treasury. And some put in large sums. But then, a widow comes in. Somebody we know who in that time of Jesus, if you're a widow, you're almost always going to be sold into prostitution. But the God of Israel said, it's not going to be so with me. I will take care of my widows. And she comes in, and all she has is two coins. And you have to imagine, her heart is probably broken as she's mourning the loss of her husband. And she's seeing all these rich and wealthy people put in huge sums and it doesn't even hurt them they have so much money. But she has it right. Because she knows if she has radical faith, if she gives all she has, the Lord will take care of her. And these people that are the scribes, and we can be scribes ourselves when we get caught up in materialism, 
and worrying about the opinions of others and our attachments. Their hearts are so empty. On the exterior, it might look like, hey, I got it all together. Look at my car. Look at my ride. Look at my house. Look at my lawn. Look at all the big vacations I take. Look at my clothes. I got it all together. But interiorly, there is such a hole in their heart. And death has a strange way of putting things in perspective. Because for those of you who have lost a loved one recently or who are mourning the loss of a loved one, you know that no dollar amount, no material item can, can even come close to solving the ache in your heart. can come even close to that. But we have a God who conquered death. And we have a God who puts order where there is disorder. And we also have a third widow that I want to introduce you to, maybe to the first time, or maybe reintroduce you to her. So please look at the cross with me for a second. So when we look at the cross and we look at what Jesus did for us on the cross, we know that at the foot of the cross was Mary Magdalene, was John the beloved disciple, and then our spiritual mother, Mary. And she was a widow. And Jesus, in his love for us on the cross, doesn't leave us orphans. He even gives us a mother. And he says on the cross, Woman, behold your son. And she gives John to Mary, but it's also giving us to Mary. And then he says, Son, behold your mother. Giving all of us a mother. And in her poverty, when her heart is being pierced, and maybe your heart has been pierced, your your faith is being tested, and she is there for you to comfort you and console you, And as we approach Stewardship Sunday, Jesus is on that cross and he says to us, I give everything to you. And we have to respond, and I give back what to you? He says, I give everything to you. And we have to say, and I give what back to you? Because you see, the Lord gives us Everything, and he, respect, he expects everything back, even if you're at your wit's end right now. Maybe your faith is being tested like crazy, and you're thinking, I don't know how much more I can take. And Jesus is saying, do not be afraid to let Mary be your mother. Do not be afraid to pray that prayer that St. Teresa of Calcutta would say. She would say, Mary, please be a mother to me now. And ask for her to give you the grace to start serving and stop being served. And maybe you're thinking, Lord, my life is a mess right now. Externally, it might look okay, but internally, it's a mess. And Jesus says to you, I love your mess. Welcome to the church, where it's full of messy people who don't have it all figured out, whose faith is being tested like crazy, who has people in the pews who are struggling, who are mourning the loss of loved ones, who are looking for purpose. And as we gather here this Sunday, the Lord is calling us to be like the widow and stop being like the scribes. Because we have such a need in our church for renewal. And we do Stewardship Sunday every Sunday, and the Lord is saying, is this going to be the one or not? Is this going to be the one where we actually take a chance 
And maybe say, you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to be perfect to serve in this church. But the Lord does ask you to try and take a chance and do something that might sound radical in the 21st century. Make a commitment. Make a commitment to our choir. Make a commitment to helping us be more hospitable. Make a commitment to helping us with our liturgy. Make a commitment to you name it. And it might sound incredibly difficult because a lot of us are overwhelmed and we're thinking, I don't have any time, Jesus. I don't have the time to give to you. My question back to you is, how do you know that? How do you know you don't have a t- you don't have a time? Because for those of us who are mourning the loss of loved ones, they didn't know when their time was going to come. But when death comes, it has a strange way of putting things in perspective, and we proclaim the life, death, and the resurrection of Jesus. How do you feel about that? That the Lord is calling each of us to come and serve and not be served to get plugged in, to join the family of Christ, to know that you're going to meet people who who have lives that are screwed up just like yours and mine. And the devil likes to trap us and think, you have to have it all figured out to to really be serving. You know these, these servers, you know the people in the choir, you know the people who are ushers, they're all perfect. Bull crap. I know when they know me, we're all sinners up here. And we have to know that the Lord is saying, come as you are, to be a servant of the Lord. Because if not now, then when? For those of you who are mourning the loss of loved ones, maybe you can use their death as a reason to honor them in a new way. Because as this widow is coming in here, Jesus is sitting opposite the treasury and he's watching us. He watches everything we do. And when we think about Jesus watching us, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the God of the universe is always watching you? Do you think, ah, my life, oof. Or are you thinking, I'm so proud to be a son or a daughter of, the, of, of Jesus, of the Father. And I love serving him. And I love knowing that he takes pleasure in me serving Because Jesus is calling us to not be opposite of him, but to come sit with him and see as he sees from the cross. Where he says things like, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Where he says, I thirst. Where he says, it is finished. As he conquered death and the devil screamed. So as we gather here this day, as the gifts are brought forward, what are your gifts that you're going to use to serve this community? Because we're asking for your time, your talent, your treasure, which is everything. Because he gives everything back to us. And as the gifts are brought forward, as something that is just nothing is transformed into the body and blood of Jesus, just imagine what he can do with you. Just imagine if you take a chance this Sunday and stop listening to the evil one and start listening to the truth, start listening to that voice of encouragement, start listening to that voice of joy, and start listening to that voice as take a chance, even if you're at your wit's end. Do not be afraid to get more plugged in. Do not be afraid to be a part of the problem or be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. So as we enter into the second half of this Mass, the 
liturgy of the Eucharist. Let's not check out. Let's know that we have things in Hoffman Hall that you can go check out. Let's do something different. Let's know that you can go into the basement. We have pancakes down there. Yippee. But we also have different opportunities to get plugged in and take a chance in our faith. Because when you look around, we're all screwed up. We all have problems. We all have issues. And the Lord says, I love your mess. And I love you in your mess. Will you be served or will you serve this Sunday and the rest of your life? Amen.